On this episode of the 132 Breeze podcast, we talk about how great the Badgers are doing, how everything's going just fine. Also, Casey has a sports hangover this week. We get into the NFL with the Bears, Packers, and take a look at Jacksonville's little tab that they had over in London. All right, let's start the show. with another episode of the 132 Breathe Podcast. This is your co-host Marlo, as always, joined by Casey. And of course, Casey, we're going to start off this week by talking about how fantastic the Badgers have been doing. That's right, Marlo. Success all over the place for uh, your Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, let's, let's list it off, shall we, Marlo? Oh, yeah. All right. We have uh, the cross-country men's uh, Big Ten champions. Another Powerhouse. Uh, Yep, another uh, Big Ten championship coming home to Madison. Uh, we had a, a sweep of the Michigan State uh, Spartans by our women's volleyball team. Another couple more good wins there. Uh, in, in men's soccer, Marlo, I don't know if you saw this today, but we had quite a exciting finish to the Big Ten regular season, defeating Ohio State on a, a last-second goal in double overtime. So an exhilarating win there uh, to finish second place in the Big Ten. Taking down the Buckeyes. I'm sure you were on pins and needles for that one, stressing uh, to get our Big Ten seating there. Uh, of course, the women's hockey team continues to roll. Uh, I guess they ranked number one in the country, uh, splitting the series this weekend against uh, in the border battle against uh, the Minnesota uh Golden Gophers there, so great job women's hockey continuing uh, the win tradition and uh, basketball starting soon. Maybe, eh, maybe not. Maybe we don't want to look forward to that. Oh yet. yeah, well they had the <laughs> they had the red white scrimmage and yeah. the Badgers won. So Badgers won that. So Badgers won that. Uh, off to a good start. Off to a good start. Have uh, yeah. So so yeah, that's the Badgers. Are, um, that's go. it. That's the Badger report. We're doing well in everything. All we do is win. Just cue the song. It's all. It's all we do. That's, right. that's the Badger report. That's there all we, we need go. to talk about. There we go. Uh, elsewhere in college. No. <laughs> so, uh, so, Marlo, I feel like I'm now uh, where you were last week with a bit of a, a sports hangover, a little bit uh, bummed out by my uh, the teams that I root for. They haven't been winning all the sports, uh, and I guess not the correct sports as far as uh, my emotions go. Uh, and yesterday, certainly... Uh, <laughs> The, your emotional vestment to the women's hockey team doesn't uplift you over everything else? No, it's, you, all those things I just lifted off uh, do not... I guess they pale in comparison to uh, the the hit my emotions took yesterday with our, what ended up, 31-17 loss at Northwestern. All right, so I told myself I was going to come on here and just yell off a bunch of things about how frustrated I am about that game That's and what- this team and this season. I but I don't know you. if I can help myself. <laughs> no, no. I, I don't I uplift you with all these things. I don't. I don't I, yeah, I don't know if I have myself. Let, like, let's start with the mid, like midweek. We just we hear that Hornybrook is 
in uh, proto- or concussion protocol. Yeah. That just seemed like it came out of the blue. No one knows what happened. I feel like he slipped on a banana peel or something, hit his head on the fridge. No one knows where it came from. But that's here nor there. He's out. Uh, Jake Cohen. Jack Cohen. Jack. Why do I keep calling this kid Jake? I don't know. You really want I mean, to be Jake. I can't get it straight. Jake Cohen uh, is, is named as the starter. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, get a look at the future. You know, I've been the one that's been ringing the bell like Cordy Brooks dead to me. Yeah. I'm done. Let's see what let's see what Jake has. <laughs> Might have been speaking too soon. Yeah. I don't know. I famously, I think in our private group, I uh, texted out that I thought he was going to go 7 for 12 for 110 yards and zero interceptions. Yeah. Um, you know, he went, he had 158 yards, no interceptions, but he did 20 for 31. Yeah. Why throw, were we throwing a ball, a ball 30 more. times? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we were down. We were down. Uh, and that's that's why we had to throw the ball. Um, I think going into the game, I think your expectation was that we would be in control and not have to throw the ball. And it turned out that we got behind and needed to. Uh, and Cohen, I don't think, did. I mean, he definitely didn't do enough to win the job, right? If Horny Brook comes back. I guess let's talk. Let's talk about this first. Yeah. Corny Brook gets out of the protocol. I don't know how long he's been in it. <laughs> Maybe a couple of days. It's unclear that I agree that that was a very bizarre uh, sequence of events. That all of a sudden, kind of hear that leak out late in the week, because um, it presumably didn't happen during the game, right? Right. Would I felt like we would have heard about it. It didn't seem like it happened um, the week before. Uh, but when he comes back, I, I presume. He'll be back in the starting role, and I don't think uh, Cohn did enough to to win the job. No, not at all. Although I don't know, yeah, I don't know if it was by design or that was just you know what his he was comfortable with. But it just seemed like he wasn't driving the ball down the field. It was a lot of short passes, and until he had mm-hmm. to on like you know fourth and thirteen, yeah, um, and, and try to drive it down. But I don't, yeah, like I said, doesn't he didn't do enough. I don't know if he was put in the he was I don't know if he was put in the position to do enough and I don't know it's all a train wreck <laughs> I can't even do that I can't even think straight so yeah. Horry Brooks should be back once he's out of protocol yeah um, to be uh, to be fair to Cone uh, he was put in a tough situation you don't you know going on the road in your first start is is a tough uh, a tough thing to do right then he has to go at Northwestern which is just a weird atmosphere uh, yeah I think. I think to play in and he was in the way the game plan went I'm sure we didn't want him to throw 31 times or I would say even half of that Uh, but with some of the the turnovers that we had uh, I guess one of them being his fault but two not uh, and and getting down to the score line early kind of precipitated him having to do more than we probably would have liked him to do I hope for his sake he gets a chance to redeem himself at some point because if his lasting memory is a double fumble yeah uh, it's not. That's not, not good for him. I just. I pray for him. <laughs> well, you should, probably should have done more of that before the game. Uh, maybe that would have helped. <laughs> maybe. Uh, the other, uh, I guess, thing we should pray for is that Jordan Taylor learns how to hold on to the ball. Um, I think I saw in going into the game, or maybe it was after his first fumble. He has nine fumbles, which is the most of most nine fumbles lost, which was the most of any active player. And I think he had another one since then. So it's at it's at ten or yeah. eleven now with two fumbles lost in this game. Yeah, you think is you? You think they're you think you sit him? Do you think you sit him? 
I mean, I know after that second one, he didn't really play much, which is definitely understandable. I think um, someone had asked me, I think it was my brother, someone had asked me why he doesn't get the ball like in goal line. He doesn't yeah. ever seem to get the ball. He asked me right. if like Chris just hates Taylor. I'm like, you probably just keep, you can't. Every time he fumbles, I was like, that's why. You yep. can't trust him down there. Um, for as fabulous as he is, that has been... You know, that has been a chink in his armor, and it just so happens. I mean, it's, 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 it so happens these are the fumbles. These actually cost us. Um, he's had a bunch. Of, it, has, it, has a, it seems like we've been able to overcome them, or they haven't come at, you know, they come at times where we're blowing teams out or against teams that, you know, we can overcome that. But these two fumbles were very costly. I think they both ended up in touchdowns for the yep. other side. They're both in our side of the field, gave them a short field, um, which obviously also gives them life. So... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's there's other running backs behind him, not as you would say as talented as Jordan, but can hold on to the ball, and I think Chris is okay with that. Yeah, and I think at this point in the season, the question is like, what? I'm. I the thought just came to me. Let me see if I can parse it out here. Like, yep. obviously, he has the higher upside if you're competing uh, to be a great team right if you're competing to be in the big 10 championship i think you ride that and you presumably have a team that's good enough to overcome those things but this team and i think that's the difference between this year and last year years past when uh, we have hornybrook who can make mistakes or taylor who is somewhat prone to fumble we are able to overcome those things the defense is able to get a turnover back or make a big stop or or what have you but that's not happening this year so when we do make these mistakes you know, in this game, we saw three of them. Um, it's much more pronounced. So I think with the team that we have now, the risk-reward of playing Jordan Taylor, it might flip. It seems crazy. I mean, he leads the – well, maybe, I don't know, after this game, but going into this game, he led the nation in rushing yards per game. It seems crazy to be talking about sitting that kind of talent, sitting that kind of productivity. But, man, it was brutal in this game. And I – I don't get why he we can't coach him or he can't learn. I guess to to hold on to the ball. Yeah, I just don't so, get it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. It's, I think that's the theme. Just don't get it. <laughs> this whole yeah. team, this whole everything. I mean, granted, some of the, there have been a lot of injuries. I'll yeah. give him that. Um, you yeah, know, that I is something that has come down. But I, I tweeted out that uh, this was going to make my my Casey's excuses segment. So I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it yep. real quick. Uh, Wisconsin's played is now playing, I guess, without their entire uh, expected starting defensive line. Only one of four starters in the secondary. In this game, our quarterback was out. Our starting tight end uh, is out for the season. Uh, so all of those things kind of, I guess, you have to take into consideration. But uh, So that's my excuses, but I'm going to counter my own excuses and say <laughs> the thing that should work is the running game and Jordan Taylor, and it didn't work yesterday, and that's, uh, I guess where my frustration lies and why we can't seem to figure that out. Yeah, I just I got to the point where I was just blaming the grass. Like Evanston has grass. They're just not used to that. That's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we should have led with that. Yeah. <laughs> just blame blame the grass blame at Evanston. Gra- grass. There's probably natural grass in uh Ann Arbor too. Yeah, it's, most it's, yeah we'll fair. we'll just say that there's definitely natural grass in Ann Arbor. Probably. It's outside. Yeah. Right Who knows? Yeah, you uh, never know. It's a good thing that you know n- nobody can prove one way or the other, so we're just going to say natural, <laughs> natural grass. Um, yeah, but I, I, it just—I guess I go back to 
in the years in the past, we were able to overcome when things didn't go well and make when the turnovers happen, make good decisions or big plays to rebound it. But this year, it seems like we're not getting the stops that we need. But adding on to that, um, we seem to be making dumb mistakes elsewhere, not just yep. in the turnovers. I feel like this game really swung on uh, two plays. One was uh, the pass interference on fourth down in the end zone. Was it third down or fourth down? I think it was fourth down. It was where, fourth down, yeah. They were going for it in fourth. Yeah, and Thorson like, just kind of threw it up into the end zone. It wasn't going to get caught. And our defensive back, I don't remember which one, just kind of like ran into the receiver, plot him over when he didn't need to. And then they ended up scoring on that drive. And then uh, the roughing the punter. We were yeah. had momentum getting back in the game. Uh, we roughed the punter. And then uh, they go down and, and score again. There's 14. I, I, two, plus two fumbles. Two bad mistakes. Yeah. And when you look at the stats, uh, looking at the stats, it looks like a similar game. We had three three turnovers. They had three turnovers. The rushing yards were about the same, which I guess when you are Wisconsin playing Northwestern, that shouldn't be the case. But either way, it's not it, Listen, here nor there. Yeah. Uh, it's just the timeliness of the penalties and the costliness of our turnovers compared to theirs, their turnovers is what I think obviously resulted in, in the loss. If I give you this stat line for an opposing quarterback, yeah. 17 for 30, 167 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, mm-hmm. would you take that? Yep. And you think you, if against, you have. Against a team who, they're a passing team. You know? Right. Yeah. With that, if you show me that stat line, I'm like, oh, we would have won, we won the game, didn't we? They have yep. <laughs> Clayton Thompson at QBR 42.8, which is slightly higher than Cohen at 40.5. That's so ridiculous. It's so, just yeah, it's it's the the two fumbles and the kind of you know boneheaded boneheaded mistakes by the by the defense slash special teams. Yeah, really really kind of swung it. So, so you're uh, you sound go ahead. No, go ahead. You sound like you're you're done. You're done with this team. I was so I was. You're you're usually. Well, what what is it now? It's just like <laughs> we're not even. So I hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom because. <laughs> It's like the realization losing Northwest, we are definitely not going to Indianapolis. And it's almost November, and we're we're not even bowl eligible. We're sitting at five and three or whatever we're at. Yeah. We have five wins. Like we, I mean, granted, if, if we lose to Rutgers and still not bowl eligible, then it's just no point in watching the team. But, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm starting to get scared that we're actually going to lose the X. Like, these things are creeping into my mind now. Mm-hmm. It's so it's yeah it's, it's like I don't know what are we playing for, what is that what is <laughs> what is the bowl game I don't know some car <laughs> minus yeah. Monkey Bowl in some place I don't care about so yeah. it's just yeah I've hit we, we were at the we were at the top of the top and now we're just at the bottom of the we're not at the bottom of the bottom but you know <laughs> the middle of the middle middle of the middle and it's just such a fast fall that it's just you know I'm at the bottom now I'm at the, you got to call my way back. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know. Maybe I was just trying to think if it's to me. It feels like this could be a year. Um, like well, I think it was twenty twelve. Uh, granted, we went to the Big Ten Championship game because I think Penn State was not eligible to go, or Ohio State wasn't. I'm not sure. Uh, when we beat Nebraska, we crushed Nebraska when they were ranked. In yeah, yeah, we sh- we weren't supposed to be there, but Ohio State and Penn State were like both yeah, on both sanctions. Were, both were, yeah, so, we, so we finished third and got to go. 
So not that this will be a year in which uh, the top teams are are uh, sanctioned and can't go, but I could. <sighs> so let's say we lose one more Big Ten game, right? So we're at, we have three losses. That means we need Northwestern to lose two. They play at Iowa. At, this is so dumb that I'm doing this at Minnesota. <laughs> Iowa still, ah, this is probably not going to happen. All right, fine. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to think of the time. It's, I was thinking that maybe, hey, maybe there's an outside chance that we get to Indianapolis, and I don't, it's not even worth entertaining right now to me. I'm pretty bummed. Um, yeah. My wife asked me if there's still a reason to watch the team. <laughs> I said, yeah. And she's like, why? I go, well, it's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're going to watch. I mean, yeah, we're going to watch. This, this is where it's like, it's, it's weird. Like, I, I think we were talking about before. I wish I could not care. Yeah. I wish I could just pack it up and just be like, go on in my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's literally like ingrained and I have to care. And I, as much as I say I, I don't, I'm going to. Yeah. It's going to get to Saturday and I'm going to be mad about something. Still little victories along the way, uh, as you mentioned, keeping the axe, uh, seeing, uh, you know, if we can win a competitive, a, a close game. I don't know. I still, th- I still feel that the talent's there. I still feel like we should be winning these games, uh, and then they happen, and, and we don't. So it's it's a weird feeling, and I think it's all was clouded by the whole season's now, in my mind, clouded by our preseason expectations. Right? We had this expectation right. that it was going to be a special year. It was going to be something else. Um, and I guess this is why I get so nervous about expectations. When it doesn't happen, it feels so much worse than if it was just a, we started the season ranked 15th, 20th, and you know then we're here now. Uh, and then you know we we'll, maybe we'll finish the year in that mid-20s, and it'll feel awful because of our expectation. But um, if that's where we started, we'd feel okay with it. I don't know. It's it's weird. Uh, I, I still, I'm still going to go into the next game thinking we – have a chance i guess next is at penn state right uh, or do we have another game in between uh us and them yeah we ruckers okay so i'll go i'll go into that game <laughs> expecting to win and i still i'll go into the i'll go into every game thinking we can win this game um and maybe that's my own uh stubborn foolishness uh and uh fan talking but uh I st- we're better than the team we are now and hopefully we can get healthy and show it i don't know uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, it's oh man, it's way too soon. Hopefully, Rutgers will be just a little bit of medicine that we need to get right, yeah. and no, it's gonna suck what... you right back in. And we think we're gonna beat Penn State. <laughs> yep. Um, I'll be there. I'll be there. Blindly yeah. believing we're gonna beat Penn State, but yeah, absolutely. <sighs> All right. Other other college stuff. Uh, college playoff rankings come out, Marlo. I don't think we're gonna be in the top four. Uh, yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, it's, to me, it looks like, I guess, if I had to pick my top four right now, uh, it'd be Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and I guess LSU would be my my four. Yeah. What do you What do you got? Um, yeah, I got Alabama. This is all reluctantly, by the way. Notre Dame, Clemson. Uh, LSU, so interchangeable LSU or Georgia, mm-hmm. they'll probably be like what they usually do. Like they tease you with the with the five and six teams. Yeah, um, yeah, and then and then UCF, <laughs> <laughs> just on the outside, just on the outside. Oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for UCF's name to be in like being like the twenties. 
when they when this comes out. <laughs> they're going to be so angry. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're defending national champions. So. Been a national champion, still undefeated, twenty and zero. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, it's the first one, right? So it's not really yeah. worth. I guess if you get the pole position, Michigan right, might be per- in the top six. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if I go five six, I think it's then going to be Michigan, Ohio State, just for my Big Ten bias. Uh, throw yeah. that in there. Although yep. uh, Georgia might might knock them down. Um, other than that, I think Oklahoma is the other one that 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 will be kind of in that running for fourth. I mean, you're essentially looking at four or five teams there, right? Who have one loss for that fourth spot. Um, but uh, you know, Notre Dame has a big one against Northwestern coming up. We've seen how good they are, right? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got that to watch out for this week uh, coming up. Uh, that's all I have for college. Uh, Marley, do you have anything else? No, that is. I, I'm glad you brought up that Notre Dame, Northwestern. I was looking up the time. Oh, it's a 6-15 game, so Notre Dame will probably win it. If it was an 11 o'clock game, I'd say Northwestern has a chance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that 11 o'clock mystique. Um, but yeah, no, that's all I got. I've I mean, this is kind of the point of the season now where it's like, all right, I got to be- I've become a bigger college football fan as I kind of pull out and I don't have really a dog in the race. So, I, you know, I want to see what's going on around the country, who's going to be fighting out for a national title and whatnot. Oh, and Alabama LSU play next week. So that should be a good one. They do. Yeah, that's I guess that's the marquee game probably over. Yeah. Notre Dame. Uh, Nebraska. Oh, I did see uh, the line open uh, at uh, Alabama minus 14 and a half. So they're favored. In LSU by fourteen and a half points. Wow, that's yeah. Oh, so I was I was talking to my uh, who's I talking to? I was talking to my dad, and I said that's the one thing, the silver lining I think of the Badgers not living up to the expectations is it's kind of a it very well might be a who cares here because Alabama is just going to be so much better than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah, oh, who cares if Wisconsin didn't make the playoffs because <laughs> we would have lost by thirty five points to Alabama. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, oh, someone someone made that argument about not making it to Indy and it's like oh it's great so now we don't have to get like embarrassed in Indy and I think I went on a little tangent like that's crap (laughs) that's such junk but now I'm okay with it Um. (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna make it at seven and five we're gonna go to Indianapolis somehow I don't think as I just did as you heard me try to do the the schedule game and figure it out I don't think it's possible but (laughs) yeah maybe it is if that happens I think I. I think I'll go because I think the tickets will be cheap. <laughs> Iowa needs. I think Iowa needs to beat Northwestern, and Iowa needs to lose a game they shouldn't. Which, I mean, that could. Happen. And then okay. Northwestern. And stop then Northwestern. It, stop it. Then Northwestern <laughs> needs to lose again. Yeah, Northwestern <laughs> has to lose again. Even though they have, because they essentially have two games at hand. Okay. Anyway, not gonna do it. All right, that's college football. Well, let's talk some NFL football. I guess. Enough. Um, so I need a break. So let's have you start with the Bears. <laughs> Bears take on the Jets. Uh, took on Sam Darnold, the Jets at Soldier. Khalil Mack was they uh, set him out with his leg injury, uh, but it was no Mack, no problem. The defense <laughs> showed up. The defense was back. They they learned how to tackle. Yeah. Uh, kept Sam Darnold in check. Came away with a came away with the victory. Had a Kevin White sighting, although his one catch got taken back as a penalty. Um, but it was made, Tony Romo, who was on the call, made great references to how great of a blocker he is Oh, nice! Um, on running plays. So Kevin White is the greatest blocking wide receiver drafted number seven ever in the NFL. Great. Uh, so hit that look forward. Tariq Cohen is hit, doing uh, Tariq Cohen things. He a big one. 
He had a big, yeah, a big seventy-yard scamper. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, it was the Bears beat a, a crappy team. Yeah, um, I feel in like every weather. week I look up and the Bears are playing a crappy team. <laughs> Sometimes it's the Packers, but uh, <laughs> it's like Miami, uh, the Jets. Did they play the Bills yet? I think they play the Bills. It's play the Bills. Like, so we get the Bills next. Oh God, it's the Bills next, and then but then we played. We have three division games in eleven days, where it's Detroit. Minnesota, Detroit again um, yeah, right. on Thanksgiving. So that's real. That's going to be the real telling stretch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope we should go to we should go to Buffalo and, and destroy them too. So we shall see. Uh, yeah, it was a good game. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too much to be mad about. You know, it was pretty. It was pretty relaxing. Pretty nice. To sit back, watch watch a game after living through what we did on Saturday. So you didn't watch it at all. You couldn't watch. I didn't. I didn't. I uh, mercifully didn't watch any of the uh, Bears or Sam Darnold. I guess try to play against the Bears defense. Quarterbacks that uh, the Bears have played this year: Aaron Rodgers. Okay, sure, that was a loss. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Okay, sure, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Uh, I don't even remember who Arizona's quarterback was at the time. Was it Russell Wilson? <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Russell. Russell Westbrook. Which oh, would which would be equally as. Oh, that would be impressive. Yeah, impressive. Said Russell Westbrook. Oh <laughs> God. Uh I think that it was the end of Fitz Magic. He got that. That was great. Yeah. Uh lost to Brock Osweiler and then Tom Brady. I feel, I feel like every time every week. Oh my God. All right. There's not that many I'm good quarterbacks bitter. in the league. I'm I don't know bitter. what you want to do I'm about just, it. Just bitter. I don't tell you. <laughs> the next week you play the quarterbackless uh Bills. Fantastic. Might get a Peterman signing signing. <sighs> All right. Else Better pick Bears? up the Bears, the Bears D on your fantasy. Hot tip. <laughs> in our league, they're taken. <laughs> thousand teams in our league. It's ridiculous. Uh, all right. On to the Packers. Yeah, Packers. Should we uh, talk to Packers? Yeah, Packers blow a chance to, I I guess, the media is defining it as a season-changing victory. Um, we had the Rams right, right where we wanted them. Well, maybe not, but <laughs> Rams went up two with uh, about two oh five to play, uh, kicking off uh, to the Packers. Uh, Ty Montgomery, for some reason, is the kick returner. For some reason, runs it out of the end zone, and for some reason, fumbles. Uh, the Rams recover, and that is all that you wrote, preventing us from getting another opportunity to see Rodgers run a two minute drill. Uh, all we needed was a field goal, no timeouts, but still very doable uh, for for Rodgers. And I, I can't get over how terrible of a decision it was to run the ball out of the end zone. There's <laughs> two oh five on the clock, so if you kneel it, no time comes off the clock, right? Right. That's how it works. Yeah. So then we have a free play in which we don't need to get out of bounds and can do anything with the ball. So with that in mind, <laughs> he's either not told. Or decides to run out of the end zone, then he runs to I don't know the fifteen before he gets hit because we can't ever have a return game ever, um, and proceeds to have the ball stripped from him and recovered by defense. Don't I, you think I, the coaches are telling him that you just I, take the ball? I you would think, and if they're not, I mean, is Ron Zook still the special teams coach? I mean, fire him immediately. I mean, <laughs> that. my God, and I don't I so. I'm, your boy, your boy Rogers was heated, yeah. so bad on the sideline. Should be. I mean, my God. Uh, and 
maybe they're just finding a way to get Ty Montgomery the ball, but I don't know what he... Anytime he gets the ball, I don't... So he still plays running back, which doesn't make sense because we have three running backs that we drafted last year who all play running back pretty well. Montgomery's not a running back. He's a wide receiver who in an emergency situation had to play running back. So I still cannot understand why he is in the game at running back. And if he is in the game at running back, do something creative with him to get him the ball in space or use his ability as a wide receiver. Don't run the ball with him. We have running backs who are much more effective than that. Aaron Jones was great today running the ball, and we're still giving the ball to Montgomery and handoffs. I don't get why he's on the team. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't. You think he's still on the team? I think. I, he, I think you think. I don't think he got on the plane, man. <laughs> I was watching with my with my family. My brother goes, "It's going to be a a quiet plane ride home from Montgomery." I said he should walk. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was pretty pretty upset. Um, I don't. I still kind of stand by it, but uh, it's just it's just so frustrating. It's either he. I don't want to say he shouldn't be on the team because that's not my role to be. But if you're if he's going to be on the team, use your players effectively. And this team continues to not do that. We we joked during the off week how uh, or the bye week how McCarthy came out and said that he uh, went on a deep dive into the tape. Right? Yeah. We said last week and saw like, yep. hey, this Aaron Jones can run the ball and Jamal Williams can also run the ball. Like we have some okay running backs, so he should run the ball. Like he, you know stumbled onto something where every Packer fan's been screaming that for weeks. And we started doing that in this game. We started out running the ball effectively. Uh, and we finished the game running the ball effectively. But in the middle of the game, Mike McCarthy went back to his usual kind of, I don't even know, poor game management, poor play calling. And, and that's when uh, we let the Rams back in it and get the lead. And they didn't have enough to, to get it back. I just... It seems like Mike McCarthy doesn't know how to use the players on his team, which is maddening. Um, all right. That's enough. Ranting. Uh, Rodgers is pretty good. I, he, I wish he had a shot. Uh, I, thought, yeah, I thought you had him right where you wanted him. Yeah. I was I like, here comes another Rodgers. All we had to do last, did, you know, last second, last fourth quarter comeback. Throwing those uh, back shoulder passes down the sideline again. I yep. mean, He's done it three or four times uh, this season already. It's, it's so frustrating they didn't get a chance. Uh, on the defensive end, Clay, Clay Matthews made a sack without getting a flag. That was exciting. Uh, we had some pass up at, at times. I mean, we had to blitz the kitchen sink to get it, but that was something we weren't seeing the past couple weeks. J.R. Alexander had a, a pretty nice game uh, covering Brandon Cooks. Um, so some some bright spots and uh, you know against a team that's presumably the best team in the NFL. Uh, they're the only undefeated team. Uh, and we were right there, except for I felt like we were right there, except for a boneheaded play. Um, I don't know. It could be better. Uh, Marla, what did you think of Todd Gurley uh, not scoring at the end of the game? I thought, well, it's one of those things. It seems smart, but then you do the math. It's like, well, if you score, they can't. They can't. There's no way you're going to score nine points in 40 seconds. Right. Anyways, um, well, I guess they could. Now I think if you if you block. The extra point for two. Ah, you could actually. Never mind. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. <laughs> smart play by Gurley. I think is. I feel like I wouldn't even think about that if I was in that situation. <laughs> like I'm scoring a touchdown. Right. And then I'm sure. I'm sure there's fantasy owners screaming everywhere about it. Oh yeah. Well, fantasy owners and uh, anybody who took the Rams. Uh, I think the line started at nine. Oh really? 
and went down to seven and a half or something. <laughs> so obviously all those lost because the Rams only won by two. If he scores there, yeah, all the Rams betters win. And I think it also uh, kept the game under. I think it was fifty-seven was the the over under. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was, but him not scoring there caused the game to go under oh, okay. the over under. All right, so all sorts of Vegas implications there. Oh man, I'm surprised I haven't seen a Dan Ravel tweet about that. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how much money someone lost? Or... Uh, Big Cat was all over it. So oh, is he? Okay, that's how, that's how I saw it. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, so that was. I thought that was interesting. I obviously don't care either way because <laughs> my team lost. <laughs> you, either way, I I'm surprised you were still in the room for that one. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, I was with my family. Otherwise, it would have been. <laughs> and I didn't have the remote, so I would have been <laughs> off the TV, or I would have been out of the room. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, other, <laughs> that's enough Packers talk. Now it only gets better because now we're at uh, the Patriots next week. So great. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night football next week, so I get to stay up late, and then we'll stay up even later when uh, the Packers probably lose, and I'm all pissed off. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Who did the Bears got this week? Did, did you say Buffalo going to Buffalo oh, right, this Buffalo. week? Yeah. That's that's right. You said that. All right. Yeah. Other stuff in the NFL, wings. Marla. What uh, what else caught your eye? Uh, we had Fitz Magic was back. Uh, the return. Uh, the, the return. The re- the return. 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 Uh, <laughs> Fitz Magic, who almost pulled it off again after Jameis Winston threw four interceptions. Yeah. Um, in the game, what a conundrum down there. That is just a. You just got two quarterbacks that, you know, when they're hot. I mean, when Fitz is hot, he's hot. Yeah. But when he's not, it's off. And when James is not on, it is so ugly. It is real bad. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's so crazy. But then he, he just comes in, he mops it up. He probably gave himself like another, he's going to get like another big contract somewhere <laughs> just, just from like these just, couple of games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess as a backup quarterback, right? I don't know. He might that. find, he might stumble into some starter. Well, no, he's always finds a way to become a starter no matter where he's at, wherever he starts. Wherever he goes. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Get suspended like James Winston yeah, exactly. or hurt. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's it was it was fun to watch. I kind of tuned out on that game because they were up like twenty one points or something. Yeah, the Bengals were, and I kind of tuned out on it. And then uh, the early game ended, and they were like, "Oh, let's go to Cincinnati, where the Buccaneers have come all the way back." I was like, "What? No way!" Uh, so I saw the end of the, I guess, unsuccessful end of the game, right? As yeah. Uh, well, for. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he made it. He made it exciting. Tied it right, but yeah, uh, Bengals won on a last second field goal. Um, I guess my the story I saw. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Marlo. Uh, the Jaguars, as they do uh, once a year, were in London. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a couple of their players, four players, I think it was, ran up a pretty hefty bar tab uh, at what was the name of the uh, the London Rain Show Club, which bills itself as a burlesque spot. Uh, it is a burlesque spot, excuse me. It builds itself as an eclectic mix of Las Vegas and Moulin Rouge. How about that <laughs> for a combo? Uh, wow. So there, a couple of the Jaguars players were there, ran up a bill of uh, about $60,000, I think it was 50,000 uh, pounds, and then tried to leave and not pay it. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like there was a, uh, an argument amongst the players about who was responsible for what part of the bill and that led to them trying to leave and uh, they spent the night in a holding cell or spent some time in a holding cell uh, getting arrested for trying to get out of the tab. <laughs> so, Marlo, have you ever run up 50,000 pounds of bar tab? 
I have I have not run up fifty thousand pounds. First of all, that's ridiculous. Were no, they the only four? Except um, four uh, that got a, at least uh, detained. I guess would be okay. Yeah, that's a hefty tab. Uh, I've never run up that much of a tab. But even if you were, if you get to a certain amount, right? What would you say is a certain amount where it's like I think they're gonna know if you if you walk out. Like if you walk out on a twenty dollar tab, right? You could probably fly. You probably get away with that. Yeah, you're not gonna get detained. Yeah, you're, not gonna get, you're not gonna get detained. But you know, if you're spending, if you're racking up a tab of sixty four thousand dollars, you know you're spending a lot of money. It's yeah. not like oh, I didn't know it was this high, yeah. right? Oh, who? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's just slither. Let's, hey guys, let's just slither on out here. You you start to you yeah you give a distraction. And I'll just go out the back and let's do yeah. it one at a time. Like how was that going to work? You've attra- you've uh, attracted a fair bit of attention with you probably buying shots or yeah. bottles of champagne right. for everybody. Oh, and by the way, you're very large humans. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. <laughs> probably larger than the average uh, London uh, burlesque uh, attendee. Burlesque. Yeah. I would like to see if that's an itemized receipt. That'd be. If anyone has evidence of that, I would like to see that. This is why we need to be on Instagram. Maybe it's on there. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for the NFL, Marlo, unless you got anything else. No, I got nothing. That's it. All right. Let's jump over to the National Basketball Association. And I'll, I guess I'll start with this one with the first place Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they are, are sitting atop the league top. Um, all of basketball, I guess, tied with Toronto, but uh, they have their best start since seventy-one, the seventy-one, seventy-two season, where they uh, it was the year after they won uh, the NBA title when they had uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, and it's a, a new look under uh, Coach uh, Bud, and everybody here in Milwaukee is is super excited about it, um, excited how they're playing. It's a much more uh, up tempo, open, uh, actually shooting three pointers. Uh, like it's 2018 in the NBA uh, team. It's <laughs> caught, I, I'd say, uh, the Milwaukee sports scene who it was, I think, locked in on the Brewers. Um, and it's it's nice to see uh, this kind of take that take that spot. I saw a, a funny tweet, Marlo. Um, this is from <laughs> at Shafty Bro. Shout out to him. Probably probably a listener of the pod. Shafty Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> in four years as the Bucks head coach, Jason Kidd's longest win streak was six. In six games as the Bucks head coach, Coach Bud's longest win streak is six. <laughs> uh, it is. It it's been real fun. Uh, Giannis looks great, and um, Middleton looks like an excellent sidekick to him, which you know I always thought was there, uh, but with the spacing that. Uh, the new offense has and uh, has allowed Middleton to shoot more from the outside, which he was good at, but he just is getting uh, higher volume uh, and, and better spacing uh, uh, from the three-point line and is, is therefore playing at a higher level. It's been really fun to see. Um, and uh, DiVincenzo had a huge game, uh, well, huge game for, a, I guess, a rookie um, coming off of the bench. I think he had 15 or 16 points uh, and looked like he can be a player in in the NBA, which is... Uh, encouraging. I wasn't too high on that pick, although he, you know, did step up in uh, the final four last year. 
um, but looks like he might be a, a real NBA player, which would be encouraging as another uh, add a little bit more depth to the team, a little bit more outside shooting, and a little bit of athleticism. So uh, things are looking great here in Milwaukee. Uh, they host Toronto tomorrow night, Monday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, big game with the top two teams in the NBA, top two teams in the East um, here in Milwaukee. So it should be a good one. I'm going to be tuning into that. Uh, so that's the Bucks report, Marlo. I'm pumped. Get excited. 82 and 0. That's right. On on pace. <laughs> on pace. <laughs> All right. Uh Giannis, Giannis MVP. Uh I mean, he, get- he is in he is in my heart. Uh, <laughs> I I don't have his stats in front of me. I think he's averaging like 28 points, 12 rebounds and six assists or something like that. I mean, it's crazy. Crazy numbers and I think he still has room to improve, which is uh crazy to th- crazy to think about. I'll get him pulled up here. Uh, well, but yeah, I think uh, I think the early standings for MVP are, have uh, him and Anthony Davis are kind of in the the forefront as far as that goes. Oh, uh, you're forgetting one guy though. I am. Huh. Yeah, Zach Zach Levine. Oh. He's uh, he's tearing it up, averaging almost thirty points a game uh, really? for a two and four Bulls team that is losing competitively. So we got that going for us. Uh, everyone's hurt. <laughs> Marketing's hurt. Yeah. Portis is hurt. Dunn is hurt. Everyone's and there's everyone's out the same exact time for four to six weeks. So when they come back, they're going to be on tear. Yeah. Uh, but but that's all I can ask should, for is losing competitively. Four to six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been. That'd have been great. That would have been great. Yeah, before the season started. Uh, so, yeah, I mean. Losing competitively, except for the Hornets, who Kimber Walker dropped like eighty points in us and yeah. got got blown out. But it's uh it's still a team in transition. Um, we're just not good, and that's okay. I just don't want to be stuck in the middle. If we get if we get just yeah. another higher draft pick, everything's everything's gonna be all right. I saw uh, they did a like a yearbook picture uh, or page, and it was like top players from. Last year's draft, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, 16 of them or something, 12 of them or something. You know, Dennis Smith Jr. and you know, Jason Tatum and all all of that. Yeah. <laughs> no marketing. No marketing. <laughs> That's he, he disrespectful. It. He retweeted it with uh, the, the bug eye uh, <laughs> emoticon or whatever. I thought it yeah. was pretty great. That's pretty funny. Oh, man. Already forgetting about him. Yeah, I was forgetting about him. It'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. How's, uh, how's Wendell Carter doing? Uh, is all right. His... His offense is a work in progress. Um, he's gonna de- obviously he's good on the defensive. He's good on the he's good on the boards. Um, but yeah, just his his offense in the NBA is, is a work in progress. So hopefully that comes along. So maybe I don't know rookie of the year. So we'll have the MVP and the rookie of the year. Yeah, on the on same a- losing team <laughs> yeah. on the lottery team. Yeah, first time. Not in sure NBA that's history. happened before. <laughs> Not sure that's happened before. Uh, yeah, I guess another question for you: How is the uh, Jabari Parker experience going, dude. Why does Jabari just looks like a he looks he looks so doughy out there? Yeah, what is I, with that? I don't know. I, I guess I don't. I don't want to be too harsh on him. Uh, he had flaws in his game when he was in a, a essentially a contract year last year, and uh, you know you kind of looked and thought maybe he can still become what we wanted to, but. Seen him on the Bulls. He has he's got his money now, right? And yeah. just doesn't seem like he puts forth the effort uh 
that you need. And maybe that's fine for the Bulls, right? Who are, like you said, they don't want to be in the middle. So if Jabari's out there averaging, you know, 15 and 7 and, you know, making going having you go from com- losing competitively to actually winning a couple of those games, maybe that's a bad thing. Yeah, it's definitely a bad in thing. In the long run. So maybe it's okay that he's yeah $20 million to... I never saw it. They used the fourth quarter comeback the other night, and I just got so mad. Like, why are you doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Back it in. What is the purpose of that? All right. That was my, I guess, checking in on on your Bulls. Okay. Anything else in the NBA? uh, Well, you had had highlighted a pretty, well, it's kind of a tweet uh, this past week that was pretty funny. Was... uh, SB Nation asking, what's the scariest sports story you could tell in six words? Yeah. <laughs> and Ethan Happ replied, like, quote tweeted, replied, J.R. Smith gets the offensive rebound. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's uh, very clever, Mr. Ethan Happ. Yeah, and now his coach is, uh, is fired, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, Teron Lue. Teron Lue's got fired. Yeah. Uh, the Cleveland, fired. Cleveland's 0-6. I, I, how does that happen? Oh, yeah, you lose LeBron James. Um. Even On the other side, you see the Lakers. The Lakers started off 0-4, or 3 whatever, before they got first win, and Kobe Bryant was on the Kimball show and said yeah. if they get to 0-5 that he's going to come out of retirement. Oh, man. <laughs> LeBron wasn't going to let that happen. So you <laughs> no, so, yeah, so LeBron went out and won. But that, I'd pay a lot of money to have Kobe, this Kobe, play with LeBron and have Kobe like think he can still jack up 30, 30 shots a game. Yeah, long step-back twos. <laughs> long step-back twos. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's around the NBA. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Uh, I guess when you start on six and, uh, the Thunder have started on four and I guess oh, yeah, I'm a little right. bit in baseball mentality and like, Oh, it's a long season and there's, you know, 82 it, well, in uh basketball, 82 games. So I kind of feel like it's not that big of a deal to go off a slow start. And I guess I'm trying to tamper my, you know, bucks getting off to a fast start. Um, you know, but you, I guess it's that it's actually significant to get off to that good or bad of a start. Right. And I, I shouldn't, I, in baseball terms, you start six and oh, okay, sure. You know, you got 156 of these left. It's not that big of a deal. So I don't know. There's some in the middle, right. Between like NFL, if you're on six, like obviously your season's over and baseball where it's like, okay, not a great start, but it's still a long season. There's gotta be a middle ground for basketball there that I can't like mentally figure out how good six and oh really is you know what i mean yeah yeah no it's it's definitely a long season so we'll see but just enjoy it enjoy it while you have it you yeah, are uh you're gonna be cool. nba champions god that'd be, that'd be something I, <laughs> no uh, yeah all right <laughs> uh all right other sports baseball we talked about it once maybe twice this year yeah <laughs> World Series. So happening? yeah, so this might be it as as we're recording. Yeah, it looks like uh, the Sox are up five ones and going oh. into the bottom of the eighth. Okay. So unless there's a rally, the uh, Boston will win another one of their titles. So that stupid kid at the stupid freaking parade can put up his signs about how he's like thirteen, been the eighteen freaking parades. Good for you, Bobby, or whatever your name is. Yeah. Um. Anyways, you watching World Series? Oh yeah, I I've been. Um, well, we talk about how s- too much, let's say, uh, I'd say, uh, of my sports watching is cheering against teams. And yeah. 
after the Dodgers Brewers uh, series and the uh, actions by a couple of the players on the Dodgers, specifically Mandy Machado, I am thoroughly, heartily cheering against the Dodgers. So I have been uh, almost hate watching this series, uh, hoping the Dodgers lose. And so far, it's been uh, somewhat good, you know, good to me. As uh, you just mentioned, the series might be over by the time we're done recording. Um, and I actually tried to. Uh, stay up. Uh, when what night was the eighteen inning game? Yeah, Friday night. Friday night. I uh, I think I was up to the fourteenth. Yeah. And then I I was like I'm gonna you know watch the rest of my phone in bed and I immediately fell asleep because it was like one thirty two o'clock in the morning. Oh, did you really? So I I think I made it till I think I made it to like thirteen or fourteen too. Yeah. But I, there I got a text from you. <laughs> I remember waking up from a text at like yeah. two or three in the morning mad that the Dodgers had won so I figured you had stayed up for the game and I was really I was gonna I was gonna come on here and give you a lot of props for that no I uh I woke up uh, my, uh the phone I fell asleep with the phone on and I was, <laughs> what do you she woke up and heard the phone she goes what are you watching over there and I was like well I'm awake what are, I, was like, oh, the, I was watching the baseball game and I fell asleep and then I checked the score and they had won it so yeah that was like 3 3 30 in the morning that was, yeah what uh, a because I thought it, it felt like at the time in my half asleep <laughs> texting uh, that it was a turning point like it was in uh, the Brewers series. I thought um, in the Brewers series, if the Brewers win that game, it's over um, and, and the Brewers are going to be going to the World Series. Uh, they didn't. And then the Dodgers came back and won. So it felt like that to me again that um, – Obviously, if the Red Sox won, the series was essentially over. Uh, but if the Dodgers won, that they were back in it. And now it turns out that the uh, Dodgers lost the next game, so it didn't really matter. But it felt that way in the middle of the night on Saturday, <laughs> Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, yeah, so I'm 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 dialed in. I'm really rooting against uh, the Dodgers. Um, not that I'm rooting for the Red Sox, because whatever. But yeah. Yeah, so the, with the World Series going on tonight, they're going up against the Saints-Vikings game, which looks like a good game as well right now. So I can't wait to see all the reports about what's what the ratings are going to be uh, for the NFL versus the major or the World Series. Yeah, the World Series. Which I think, yeah, I guess I could look it up. Nah, I don't need. I'll look it up. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> it's stupid. Too I think it's. I'm sure the NFL will kill it because the NFL kills yeah. the ratings. Uh, but I yeah. think the interesting oh. thing I saw. Uh, I saw a stat about the MLB versus NBA broadcast mm -hmm. uh, or, or ratings and how, uh, especially locally, how MLB kills it compared to the NBA. Obviously, they're not NFL, but like yeah. for the amount of media coverage and like the. Um, I guess hype that the NBA seems to get on, uh, I guess specifically ESPN because they have the rights yeah. compared to uh, baseball coverage, and it's probably because baseball coverage is all local, it's all regional, yeah, all regional. Yep. Um, so, but it's it's pretty crazy because you think like, of course, NBA has more. Like, look how much more mainstream and in the media it is. But uh, it, it was pretty surprising that um, how much how strong baseball is at least regionally, which counts right for something. Yeah, absolutely. But NFL destroys the ball. Down it's um All right, so we got we covered baseball. 
Yeah. We made it to the end. It looks like the Red Sox are going to be champions. So we're congr- probably going to have to talk about it next week. <laughs> so congratulations to them. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, real quick. Yeah. Did you see that Green, Green Bay is getting a soccer team? What is the USL League 2? <laughs> what is that? It's like a lower tier league. Okay. To, to the MLS. Uh, uh, it's, it's it's a lower tier league, I guess. But there's not like promotion and, and whatever like there is in, um, in like European leagues. But... When MLS does expand, uh, usually usually they'll bring up a team. Gotcha. That makes sense. All like, right. I, think, I, I could be wrong on this, but I think Orlando was like a club, uh, a level below, and then they expanded and made that team like a part of the MLS. So, um, yeah. Madison's getting a lower one of the lower league teams, uh, Green Bay is. So it's, I don't know, it's encouraging. I guess that I didn't hear the Green Bay news before this podcast, um, but that clubs. Even lower clubs are expanding in in areas throughout uh, the state, or maybe large, uh, even more so throughout the United States. And the soccer fandom, uh, perhaps, is is getting a little bit more uh, rooted in in the U.S. That's pretty cool. Cool. All right. Uh, that was the corner <laughs> kick. Uh- <laughs> All right, Casey. Uh, anything else for them? Uh no, no other, no other sports things, no other news. Okay. Um, I'll just do. Uh, well, before I do my sign off, uh, let's do a little thanks for listening. Yep. Um, please uh, like, share, download, follow us on uh, the Twitters. I'm at Prof Badger Fan, all one word. Well, yeah, yeah. all one word. All find one word. find me there. I tweet. I think somewhat entertaining things. Quite often, it's I a good follow. Yeah, at least like or retweet clever things. Yeah. So, <laughs> is that value added? I don't probably not. Definitely probably not, value just, add. All right. Well, all right. I if uh, yeah, and if you listen to us on Monday, happy birthday to me. Yeah. Be sure to go ahead and tweet me happy birthdays at Marlo Jr. or send go. money at Marlo Jr. Whatever you want to do, there you it's go. fine. Buckets of cash. Buckets of cash. All right, well, until next time, uh, Marlo and all our fellow fans, I hope that all your favorite teams win all the sports. See you guys.